0: This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network.
1: Clay, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? How's this feel for you? I know it's been kind of a tumultuous uh, process, you know, with the, how it all started and where it all ends and where it all lands. But uh, this is working out with the schools. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and and the parks. It, it, you know, I mean, we had the whole Lincoln controversy, and right. now Oak Grove, and everybody seems to be, you know, okay on that.
2: Yeah, I mean, we we've, we've always had a good relationship with uh, the school district with our adjoining properties, and for a long time. Um, you know, a lot of our schools shared park ground, used it for recess time and whatnot. Oak Grove's still one of those locations where they still have a school. So uh, we're excited for that community. You know, obviously there was a school there before, so you're putting a school back in place. So um, I think it's a little bit easier for folks who have experienced that before. You know, having a school in their neighborhood to have a have a school return can be exciting as well
1: uh absolutely uh and by the way we will uh I'll, I'll uh forward this over so we can put this design up on the on Naticator with the podcast uh so that people can look at it for themselves i i think it looks you know as you see the park in that neighborhood i completely can see this right
2: oh yeah yes yeah, i think it'll fit in great with the uh the neighborhood in there and when when you know i look through the plans uh it brings me back memories of Richmond community college and you mentioned you know that kind of look and uh BLDD did a great job out at Richland of prototyping spaces and figured out what worked for the students and the faculty, and it looks like they've applied that for uh, this design as well. So yeah. nice, cohesive transition from kids uh, K-8 to, to high school to, to college. All
1: right, good stuff. All right, since I think since the last time we talked, we uh, the Village People and the Family Stone and the Goo Goo Dolls yeah. uh, announced for the Devon Amphitheater.
2: Yep, Goo Goo Dolls were announced uh, last Friday, so uh, on Sunday, September 24th to the Devon with Fitz and the Tantrums. And I have not done enough research to know who those folks are, but I definitely know the Goo Goo Dolls.
1: No one's there to see Fitz. Uh, they're all there to see hair. <laughs> yep. what, what does he look like today, Nick? When was the last time you saw them? I know you've, you've seen them in concert.
0: Uh, I believe I saw them like on a, uh, like like the 2 o'clock band on Super Bowl Sunday kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't the Super Bowl. Uh, look good. I mean, still holding on to that rock style look. Rock star look. <laughs>
1: i i wonder you know they are able to hold on to it a little longer now uh-huh. than they used to be right For sure uh, so what's the reception been so far? I mean, I, I know that you get your season ticket holders, right? And you want to make them happy. Uh, but then if you have a chance to sort of add something onto the season that wasn't in the math of the season ticket holders, I'm all for it.
2: Exactly. I think um, folks are receptive to that. They understand. And we've had a lot of meetings to discuss how, you know, we come to the, the, the season ticket price and whatnot. But we have opportunities fall in our lap, especially once the season is set where we'll get a travel date where, you know, a bands going from Missouri to, to uh chicago or up to wisconsin and they've got a, a whole their schedule that they want to come to the devon that's how we got kevin costner that year so uh there are these and kinda, i think
1: trace Atkins was, was that Adkins. way right yep. yeah
2: yep. yep and so you get these add-on shows so uh folks are really excited about this season i think um you know when you look from 2019 what we had in terms of entertainment to where we are today it's just we continue to increase the um, you know, the scale of, of the shows we bring to the Devon and the quality of the shows. So uh, with that, unfortunately, it d- does come a little bit increase in ticket price, especially as we come out of COVID and bands are back touring. They're in high demand and they're they're getting uh, <laughs> top dollar for their entertainment right now. So, uh, but no, we're excited. A lot of good positivity I know, I, on I, Facebook.
1: Look, I, I know that you have to be aware of the criticism about ticket prices, but look, you you know, you're not gouging anybody. I mean, this is literally less than what you would spend in most venues and, and, you know, parking and convenience and you throw in all the things, even the food and beverage, you know, what it costs to get a beer. Way under the market of going to have this experience somewhere
2: else. Right, right. So when we were talking about season tickets, we actually, uh, the initial proposal was a little bit higher than where we landed at, but um, we appreciate the season ticket holders who've been with us since the beginning. We want to honor them and still give them a good discount while acknowledging we still have rising costs with minimum wage, with, you know, cost of supplies and production, things like that. So um, we also provide an opportunity if you, if you didn't want to do the entire season package, you could do the pick your 14 pack yep. uh, for the same price. So we've, we, we try to offer alternatives to, to keep it uh, accessible to everybody.
1: Nick, you, you've been to a lot of venues. I've yeah, never dozens. felt like this is like anywhere near even value priced, let alone overpriced.
0: No, uh, the uniqueness of the venue, first of all, is its setting. Second of all, is its proximity to the stage. It's it's in a, such a way that all seats carry not a, a bad seat now. Yeah, house. carry a good value, and, and you know the the amount of to do that you have to do to get to some of the theaters or the arenas or the the venues. Parking, yeah, is is all substantially that, yeah. problematic if not expensive. And so the, the Devon, you just kind of pull your car up, find somewhere to go. You you walk down and you go to the show and you get back in your car and you go. And yeah. No traffic in. So you are, uh, you are basically reduced uh, hubbub and then just increased positive experience. So, it, yeah, bang for the buck. It's, it's great. And
1: I think 95% of people who go to venues or go to shows feel that way. Absolutely. Sometimes five percent sounds really loud on social media, mm-hmm. but I think the vast majority of people realize what a treasure this is, yeah. what a great experience it is, and they're willing to, you, you know,
2: pay for that. Absolutely. You yeah. look at the, the quality entertainment coming in, especially this season, Mike is
1: excited really... about the Goo, Goo dolls. I, I, I feel like I I feel like a forty five year old woman <laughs> in Mount Zion.
0: You wait for those first two notes and, and slide to get played and oh, go, go right are back to Oh Nicholas Cage yeah. and Meg Ryan. Yeah, they're gonna it's it's gonna be a good moment down there. I've seen yeah. it happen in person multiple times. Oh, I have too. Yeah.
2: In talking with a couple of the season ticket holders I know pretty well, one of them said, "You know, I also have Cardinal season tickets. My Cardinal season tickets went up seven hundred dollars this year. Yeah. yeah, I have four of them. So, you know, I think it ended up being about. And you know what they didn't do? Increase. Win.
1: Uh, you get a win <laughs> every Friday or Saturday night down at the uh, at the Devon. Well, anyway, that's great. I still don't understand why the Village people get top billing over Family store. I
2: don't know. That's just the way their tour
1: is set I, up. Look, I, I get it. I, they set it up however they want. I, I, it's, it's a win for me. I told Nick I can go see the opening act and be home early because
2: the Family Stone's a draw for me. Yeah, I think Family Stone's going to be pretty cool.
1: Oh, they will do a, a guaranteed incredible show. <laughs>
2: I think it's going to be an exciting night, uh, just an exciting summer in general. So, yeah, good
1: look. Here we good go. stuff. Good stuff. All right. What else is going on? You got your hiring fair.
2: We did. We had that uh, last Friday. We just wanted to put a note out there. We had we distributed over 350 applications to a lot of high school kids in and person. college students in person. Yeah. Um, and, you know, those were paper applications, but then we've got electronic ones coming in as well. So uh, we do still have positions open, and you can find those at decatur-parks.org uh, slash jobs. So if you're interested in, you know, a mowing job this summer or working concession somewhere, or front desk. At the zoo is a popular job um if you're looking for a second income or just your retired guy looking for something to do visit our what we have available
1: all right that sounds fun uh and you, you know do you ever just like want to quit and do a part-time
0: job yeah
1: i i, would. I don't want to think i'd be a lifeguard that seems too stressful for me at my age but um i don't know something right yeah, i like drive doing the train
0: stuff sure that'd be fun huh? but you gotta have shtick you you can't just drive the train you have gotta to have a personality you have to yeah yeah you have to have those jokes ready on, on And they have to be varying. Do I have the personality to drive the train? Yeah, for sure.
2: I I actually emailed Ken yesterday asking when the volunteer opportunities were going to be to get trained on the train. Because there are times when I just need to get out of the office. And I thought, hey, I wouldn't mind driving. Yeah, you do well at that. It's like
1: total therapy, I think. Mm -hmm. It is. Driving the train. Mowing
2: is very therapeutic
1: as well. Everybody tells me that I hate
0: mowing. (laughs) Yeah, but out there on the zero turns. Gary, Gary Little
1: used to be the director of operations for the kid oh, Park District for years. And Gary's a great guy, and, and that's what he wanted to do. He, we, we decided we were just going to retire, quit, go to Boonville, Indiana, and run the Boonville Country Club. And all he wanted to do was mow.
0: <laughs> it's fun, right? Yeah, it sounds well,
1: like Gary. When you're in operations, man, I mean, that, that yeah. is zen.
2: You you sometimes you just need something where you don't have to think and you can just take off and drive in a straight line, turn around and do it five hundred times yeah, and that's, clear your
1: mind. I, I get it. <laughs> uh, all right, the uh, trivia, the love stinks trivia. I know this is sort of because it's Valentine's week. Uh, I saw Kevin Bacon put up a a, a a a great like Spotify list for breakups for Valentine's Day. I don't think there was anything like you know innuendo about his own marriage, but it was a great list of songs.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, those are always popular this time of year.
2: Yeah, Love Stinks. This Saturday? This Saturday. So February 18th, doors open at 5 out at the Scoville Activity Center. Uh, You can get dinner uh, catered by Papa Murphy's, and then the trivia starts at 6.30 p.m., Our art staff always go over and above on a trivia night, so there's lots of special things planned for this. So you can get your friends together, uh, 18-plus and up, $160 a team. We've only got three or four slots left for that. So uh, get in touch with us, call the park office at 217-422-5911. $200 if you want dinner. Yep, $200 if you want dinner. That's
1: $10 or whatever that is. That's great. Now, Love Stinks is the Jay Giles band song. My personal favorite is I Hate Myself for Loving You by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts who performed uh, right here in downtown Decatur. Uh, at the Decatur Celebration. Yeah. She'd be a
2: kid at the disk I'll talk to Mike. Here's the other thing with uh, February 18th. We also have um, the the disc is having the parents' night out as well. So you could go do trivia night with your friends, drop the kids off the disc at the same time. Great partnership between the two groups. The kids can have lots of fun at the disc for several hours while you're doing trivia and having fun with your friends. And then also,
1: uh, could you guys spread this out over a few days? It's like everything happening on February
2: 18th. I thought
0: that happened the other night. I drove by the disc. There had to have been 700 kids there for some reason. I have no idea. I thought it was parents' night out.
2: Now, St. Paul's Lutheran Church had a big community oh, that it was? There, and it was packed Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I
0: made the mistake of well, turning in front of the disc. Well, I had to wait.
1: Yeah, well, that's okay. Let me ask you this before we get to the next thing. You know, rentals and, and yeah. outside, I don't know that everybody thinks that they can do that. Or right. they don't even, it, so you've got a large, you know, gathering. That indoor area is, you know, a really great place to do something. We've got a huge space
2: at the disc, and we're also always looking for opportunities. We to, did
1: a birthday party there, you know, with the rock yeah. climbing
2: wall and, and, you know, all that. Yes. Yeah. So we do birthday parties where you can run out the lower gym. You've got the rock climbing wall. We've got inflatables we set up, scooters, different games for the kids. And then if you do a full facility rental, you can get all those bas- three basketball courts in the main gym, the track, um, you know, everything at the disc. So it's a really cool place to do an event like that. And I think uh, just talking with some of the folks at St. Paul's, they were shocked at the amount of people who came out for that event and uh, just a great thing. So uh, another way to expose uh, the community to the disc. So if you're interested in a birthday party or a large-scale event, give us a call.
1: All right. And then the Bridal expose that day as well.
2: Yeah. So, uh, again, uh, Saturday, 10 to 3 p.m. This is out of the Hickory Point Banquet Hall, out of Hickory Point Golf Course. But if you're a future bride and groom, you can come consult with vendors from DJs, caterers. You know what that looks bars, like, all right? All that stuff.
1: It's the bride and the bride's mom, and the groom <laughs> is there, like, literally hostage.
2: <laughs> Here's the cool thing. There's over $400.
1: Whatever you say, honey. <laughs>
2: There's over $4,000 in raffle prizes. So ah, All cool. these different vendors. You can save some things. stuff on Seen your... a lot of money. Yeah, like that. So tickets can be purchased at the door. Uh, I think right now we're at about 200 uh, coming right now, but you can call, again, the park office, 217-422-5911. We'll connect you with Lily out there to get your tickets, get you set up. Um, so, yeah, cool things happening this Saturday. And then... Uh, Coming up the next weekend, we've got a really cool event called Supper with a Side of Soul. And this is our special needs choir, uh, Heart and Soul, that does this. It started a couple years ago here. But uh, you can do pickups dinner from 4 to 5.30, and then you can do dinner on-site if you want to see dinner in the show starting at 6 o'clock. Meals are just $15 to go and $25 for the concert. This is a great fundraiser for these kids. Literally, their heart and soul goes into this concert, and it's a very cool uh, thing to watch these folks, just, just enjoy life and have a great time. All right, so, so where? This is at the Scoville Activity Center on okay. Saturday, February 24th. Uh, again, a meal will include masticoli, breadsticks, salad, dessert. and uh, the, So you can
1: literally, like, I mean, I, I you know, I don't have time to go to the show, but mm-hmm. I can come and just pick up dinner and support
2: the program. Pick up dinner and take it. Um, a lot of folks uh, in the last couple of years have picked up dinners, taken them to the police department, fire department, things like that. That's uh, a great idea. Just to support them. So, yeah, uh, but this special needs choir, uh, it started at a local church. It's transitioned over to the Park District, and uh, uh, it's expanded from not only Heart and Soul Choir. There's Heart and Soul Dance, Heart and Soul Theater. So uh, this is providing more and more opportunities for special needs uh, residents. So. That's yeah. that's fantastic. Play, would
0: those dinners be hot on the to-go side? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yep,
2: they're dished up to go right okay. when you order them. So everything stays nice and warm and get it home and use it or uh
1: well, it, I, yeah, I think what Nick was asking is like I just complete turnaround. I just take it home and eat you yeah. know without having to. You don't have to take it home and bake it.
2: Well, sometimes <laughs> that works too,
1: you know, uh, for different things. Yeah. Uh anyway, so it's a full slate. So what is the next like eight weeks? I mean, you you know, as you sort of are getting ramped up, I mean not only the hiring, but you know, just uh, you know, getting ready to go, yeah. lifeguard training. I mean, all oh, yeah. the other things that have to go into like being ready to open for Memorial Day weekend. Chaos. Well, and even the zoo before that right <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah it's chaos for the yeah. next eight, eight to 12 weeks here as we get ready um but yeah lots of hiring activities going on right now staff are making preparations we just got the facilities and fees um passed by the board uh, last meeting so uh, you know all that information on our website for what the different costs are for playing around to golf or going to the zoo mini golf that kind of thing uh and our board worked very hard and we had lots of conversations even with all these increases to keep you know cost minimal uh, to, to to attend our facilities and events. So. Um, Um, Congratulations to the park board and the staff for for really working hard to to keep those uh, amenities affordable for our community. So Yeah,
1: you know, it uh, it is what it is. Uh, You you know, you look at inflation, you look at what it costs to buy, you know, a dozen eggs today. You know, there's a byproduct of that that ripples through everything, uh, including cost of operation for – I mean, you know, people don't connect that stuff, but it it all – impacts each other, right? I mean, right. so I think you guys do an amazing job. And I think sometimes I, I know you want to keep things affordable. I love the fact that the zoo has a free day every week, you know, so that everybody mm-hmm. in the community has the ability to go see the zoo. But even on a non-free day, it's still an incredible, uh, incredibly affordable experience. You know, I, you know, golf, golf is golf. Uh, you, you, you know, everybody thought Tiger Woods was going to, you know, by the way back this weekend, but that doesn't mean you open four golf courses because that didn't last uh, as far as what they thought it was going to be. And you guys have rights Sized and you were right sizing things before that was even a terminology, uh, and with that comes criticism. But it also is an understanding you got to plan for the future. You got to, I mean, you just got to do things a smart way. And if you try to do cheap, 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 then eventually it's quadrupled the price. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or you can incrementally sort of pass along what the costs are and people can still afford it. Right.
2: When you look at, you know, golf, for instance, golf has stabilized. We're down to two courses. Um, our numbers during COVID skyrocketed because everybody had time. Um, but now coming out of COVID. But
1: skyrocketed still meant you could handle it.
2: Yeah, yeah. But yeah. coming out of COVID, we were concerned, right? Yeah. You've sports kicked back in. People's time, you know, becomes less and less available. So um, thankfully, we have stayed pretty flat. We had a little bit of a downtick, but not much. Um, so we're, we're happy with our golf at. And when you talk about – you know, trying to keep things equitable and keeping the cost down the, this minimum wage increase that's been you know pushed on us is a great thing for those who, who are affected by it but it means we're spending hundreds and hundreds of thousand dollars more to particularly the for somebody staff.
1: like you guys who are literally hiring just you know part-time summer staff yeah. I mean it impacts way more than it does uh, you know a school district
2: exactly hundreds and hundreds of staff in the summer we, we add five to six hundred staff for all of our facilities and when you raise their, their wage a dollar, Multiply well, that out, it's hundreds and hundreds of thousands. So, of So, and that's time.
1: okay, but just yep. with that, you know, it's going to cost a couple of dollars more to do some things.
0: Yep. And Clay, I had a quick question for you about uh, you have all these jobs available, and you hire people in. If somebody gets hired on, say, it's Scoville, uh, but can maybe pick up some hours over at the disc or whatever. Is that a separate job uh, application? Did separate paycheck? Like, can no. once you're in, you can kind of do a lot of different things to put together your 40.
2: Yeah, we do have a lot of staff who work at multiple different facilities. For instance, at Devon, that's a that's a weekend gig for the most part. Um, we have Devon folks who also work up at the concession stand at Splash Coves, and I would say there's 50 or 60 or more employees who do that work multiple facilities. So, All right, so
1: think about it. That's a good yeah. question. So you can think about it, not just getting a job working at you know the concession stand but yeah. i might be able to work friday nights at the devon yeah
2: and there are opportunities when you start with us part-time um for instance at the zoo we've got an opening for a zookeeper we're going to have somebody who um, started part-time with us who's moved through the ranks who's going to get a full-time job probably as a zookeeper so a uh, very cool cool way to kind of progress with us here at the park district
1: great stuff clay Thanks, as always man. we appreciate it All right. i got my goo goo doll tickets i i went i did get my i went for the top tier
0: the like the terrace not right the pit
1: because you're right i'm not gonna get yeah. pit. Uh, the fixed
0: seating in the front? Yes. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. a good picture. I just feel
1: like, you know, you get there, to take some pictures, and you want to just sit down and settle in with the Mount Zion
0: Moms. That's the right pick for that show, I think. <laughs> huh? I think that's the right pick.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, you know why I think the Mount Zion Moms love the Goo Goo Dolls? <laughs> Johnny Rez has got the same hair.
0: That's right. <laughs> that's right. Where do you get those tips frosted? I'm
1: so, I, I'm, this is all out of jealousy because I can't do any of it.
0: Yeah, he's got good hair. That's what you're saying. He's got great hair. Yeah, that's what you're saying. It's not derogative. Uh, All right. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.